So just before we finish up today's show, I want to let you know about my next group program, my health kickstart and detox. The best way to start diving into your health, if this is what you're doing and my podcast is motivating you to get started, is to start looking at nutrition, the right way to eat for your body and understanding that, as well as digestion, because you are what you absorb and not just what you eat. And so I teach how to ensure your digestive system is even turned on so that you can benefit from the food that you're putting into your body, as well as sugar. Where is it sneaking into your diet, even when you're trying to be careful? Unfortunately, it's in everything these days, and so it does tend to sneak in. So I combine all of this learning in a group program for support for you, along with setting you up for success on your detox program providing recipes and meal plans, et cetera, so that you can truly enjoy the benefits of getting those toxins out. I've never had someone get to the end of my program and go, gee, I wish I didn't do that. Instead, I get to hear all of their amazing success stories like, wow, my I have such mental clarity now. My aches and pains are gone. I'm sleeping better. My bloating and gas and indigestion is gone. So I love hearing that. It motivates me to keep sharing with others because I truly do believe when we get the toxins out, when we create a body that is inhospitable to disease and we make it a lifestyle, that we can get rid of the chronic illness that we have in our world today. So click the show notes to learn more about the program. The link is there. And if you have any questions, book a call with me so we can chat and figure out, is this the right program for you? I look forward to hearing from you. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. Today, I am here with the wonderful Alexandra Burkowski. Welcome to the show, Alexandra. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for having me here. I'm such a pleasure and such an honor. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We obviously met recently at the Reimagine Health Summit in Florida last month, and I really enjoyed the breathwork session that you conducted for all of us. And that's why I invited you to come on the show, because I haven't had someone come and talk about the power of breathwork specifically. But before we dive into the actual interview, I just want to share a little bit about you with the audience. So Alexandra is a dedicated advocate of individual empowerment in wellness, education, and personal development. Her approach involves collaboration with clients to help them rediscover their intrinsic self-value and authenticity through holistic practices, including breathwork, sound healing, meditation, and Reiki. Alexandra attained a bachelor's in nursing from Florida Atlantic University in 2003 and then began working in pediatric medicine. After that, she began her master's degree program at Rush University, specializing in adult and child psychiatric mental health nursing. So I'd love to just stop there, Alexandra, and let you share your story of your journey from being in mental health nursing to where you're at today, because I always find that really fascinating. And every single person in the holistic world of health has a story. So please take us on that journey with you. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, I started um, in 2003. I graduated with my bachelor's in nursing and I 
fell into pediatrics because I always have loved children and I was just gravitated to intensive care. And at that time I was just very much into critical care and I was fascinated by science all my life and taking care of people. Like I just was very inspired since I can remember as a child loving to take care of my dolls and, and healing. And, um, once I knew that I wanted to further my career, I said, you know, I always struggled during my young child, as a child and uh, adolescence and young adulthood with a lot of anxiety. And so I wanted, I, I was always fascinated with the human body to begin with, but the mind just fascinated me because I wanted to know what was wrong with me. I really, that's what truly inspired me to go into psychiatric and most of all go, dealing with children because of the fact that I had suffered my in silence because I come from, my, just to give you a background, um, I'm from Colombia, first generation. My parents never learned English. And so they, um, they just mental health was never spoken of in my household. And if, if it did come up, it was like, hush, hush, don't, don't talk about it. And um, it was very confining in that I really felt that something was terribly wrong with me and I couldn't share it with anybody. And so that's what actually inspired me to go into the psychiatric field because I saw how many children were also being affected with mental health. Obviously, as a nurse in the hospital, I was seeing their physical symptoms, but I was also, uh, I was absorbing the fact that they were very anxious, obviously being in the hospital, but just the, the family dynamic really inspired me to go further into the, the the neurobiology of how the mind works. So I... I'm just going to inter interject there for a second because what I'm really hearing is that you could see that in others having experienced it for yourself, whereas someone else who may not have experienced it for themselves may not have picked up on it in the family dynamic or in the child. And knowing that you hadn't had support and how difficult that was. And in reality, we know, you know, we know today that you're not alone in that, but as a child, you think you are, right? And so you saw that in others and then that inspired you to want to help them. And part of, and that also continued Absolutely. your healing journey, I'm sure as well, which I know you'll get to. For sure, for sure. So, yes, and, um, so absolutely, it, it completely opened my eyes to a field of the mind and body and spirit that I had never really explored. And when I say spirit, I wasn't so spiritually connected at that point, right? It was more like my, it was science. I was very science-based, like science and the mind, science and the mind. So I went and I got my master's degree in adult and psychiatric, child, excuse me, psychiatric nursing. And um, I gravitated towards addiction recovery because of the fact that my mother also uh, suffered from alcoholism uh, for a very long time. And I was inspired by her because of the fact that I wanted, she never, unfortunately, she never got sober. And I saw her suffering a lot. And so at that point in my life, I began realizing with my studies in psychiatry, how the family dynamic and affects you as a child growing up and seeing my mother being abused by my father and seeing her drink her woes away because that was her coping mechanism. She didn't mm -hmm. know any better. So I started putting these puzzle pieces together and, um, you know, and I, I laugh a little bit because it is, it truly is a puzzle piece, right? It's like, oh my gosh, here comes another one. And just when you think like, 
oh, I got this puzzle together. No, you don't. You totally don't. So when I went into the psychiatric field, I started understanding even more the dynamics and the complexities of mental health and healing. However, with that being said, as much scientific data and studying, and I'm telling you nine years of going to school, I myself was in my personal going through a really rough patch and I turned to alcohol myself. And it was a period in my life that was extremely dark. I was uh, still working as a nurse practitioner and I felt into the grips of addiction myself. So again, it was repeating that same cycle, right? And I'm thinking to myself, well, how can this happen? I just studied psychiatry. I should know better. You know, all the should start popping up in your yes. head. Yes. And the negative self-talk and the beating yourself up and going into intensive outpatient centers while I'm still working and becoming a new mom. And it was just unraveling before my eyes. And I just did not know how to get a hold of it. And so in turn, I said to myself, okay, let me, let me get some help through psychiatry. So I have been since my twenties, I was diagnosed with panic disorder, with agoraphobia, with you name it, I had it all. And they put me on different medications. I, I, at one point I was like on five different medications. It was ridiculous. I, and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling any change. Like it was almost like numbing me. So I felt like a zombie and then the the wake up call for me was when i realized that i was doing the same to my patients i am I, I was doing the same because i was stuck in that western medicine mentality where it's pushing pharmacology and just you just see the the one oh what is your diagnosis well it's depression okay well here's your script come and see me in a month go to counseling you know it's it's just like going through the motions and really it made me realize how in medicine it's very and i don't want to say all but it's very uncommon here to see a holistic approach right mm-hmm. and that was where it just opened my eyes because in my own path, in my own life, in my own health, the system had failed me and I was failing my patients. And part of my addiction problems stemmed because I couldn't deal with my own remorse of not only my childhood traumas, right? But also all the things that were happening in my personal life, as well as in my professional life, I felt guilty. I felt guilty that I was doing the same thing to my patients. And I don't wanna say that I was doing them harm, but I wasn't taking a holistic approach when today my, I know through and through, heart and soul, a thousand percent, that mind, body, and soul go together. If you do not treat a, an individual with that mindset, the person will not heal. And I agree fully. Unless- and- unless you see, you have to do all three. You have to do all three. And I agree fully. And in in my work, I focus on all three as well. But I want to say kudos to you for getting to that place where you recognize that what I'm doing isn't actually helping them heal. And is there another way? Is there another way that we can approach this? Right. And that's what I love is that you were, you know, looking for a better way because of where you're at in your own health. And, you know, as the wonderful saying is, everything happens for you. You had to go through this yourself so that you could have the learning in order to figure out that what you were doing, where you went into nursing to help other people because you loved caring for people, as you said at the very beginning. And yet, the parameters or the confinement within which you were allowed to operate wasn't actually helping them truly heal. It was also having them feel like a zombie, as you said, in many cases, right? And that didn't align with you. And 
that's why you had to go through it so that you could then figure out another way. And that's what's led you into the work that you do today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love that you looked for another way for yourself. And so tell us more about that journey, how you found this other way. So I got to a extreme one. I thought it was dark and it got even darker. Um, I hit a point to where I just didn't want to live anymore. That's, that's where I got. And that was a complete turning point for me. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, I, I have to heal myself first before I even continue my work as a nurse or as a healer. Right. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I follow, I don't know if you know her, but Carolyn Mice, and, it, you know, she talks about, and I love her, she talks about the wounded healer, right? Mm -hmm. That's an archetype. Mm -hmm. so yes. I was a wounded healer trying to heal, and that just never works. That really doesn't. Right. So in turn, I said, I'm going to go a completely different avenue. I had to wean myself off everything, and I did it myself. I was like, I'm not turning to anyone anymore. I'm going to do the research. I'm going to start studying how to heal the body. And then I was introduced to plant medicine as well. And I was very skeptical at first and I started reading about it more and it was more coming into the public. And it was actually, I remember reading about it on Times Magazine and my sister actually, I had seen her and she had been doing plant medicine for probably several years. Um, and I saw a transformation in her that was, I, I was, she was like a different person. So I said, you know, let me, let me try it. Why not? During that ceremony, that weekend, that was when I was introduced to a full session of breath work. Now, I'm going to go backwards a little bit because I jumped forward. So before then, I was going through also some turbulence that I, I was just having a hard time knowing how to go about it, how to heal myself. So my sister said, why don't you do some breath work? Just she's started sending me some YouTube videos of Wim Hof. And I said, okay, I'll try this. Let me, let me see what it does. From the first time that I did a 20 minute breathing session on YouTube, I put on my AirPods and I did it. And the release that I felt was, I mean, when I tell you I was sobbing, like I felt, and I had been in therapy when I tell you for years, off and on since my early 20s, like I said. And I felt like I had five years of therapy in one breathwork session. It was incredible, incredible. And obviously the the full session that I had during the ceremony. But even when I did the Winhof, those 20 minutes, I there was something magical that happened to me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a nurse. I know the science behind this. Why didn't I ever try this, right? I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, but it goes beyond that. And so then of course, being that I'm so interested in science, I really started studying and getting into the metaphysical part of it as well. And so once I'm gonna fast forward again, I started actually doing breath work. Once I started doing those videos, I was doing them maybe once every two weeks, like. 20 minute breathwork sessions and then mm -hmm. going to the ceremony where I did a full 75 minute session. It was, again, it was something that I had never experienced in my life. I mean, from having downloads and when I say downloads, it was images of childhood traumas that I had stuffed down. And I mean, those, again, because that happens in your primitive years, right? When from when you're born to age seven. And that's what people don't realize is that 
that is like your hard wiring and that gets set in. And so when we go through all these traumatic experiences, and I like to say, it doesn't even have to be super traumatic. I can tell you from my past, I've had sexual trauma from childhood, physical abuse, all that. And it doesn't have to be that severe, right? For me, it was. Mm -hmm. So to focus on my journey, all these things that I had I did remember some of them because I'm not going to say that I didn't. I did remember, but I never was 100% sure until I started doing some therapy. And I actually came across a great therapist who did hypnosis, which is where I'm going to go with breath work. So when I started doing hypnosis with her, I started getting flashbacks. And so I knew that it was, that it was true. I, I, I knew these memories were coming back. So when I did breath work, I did not know, this is before I studied the science behind breath work, how you go into a hypnotic state, right? Mm -hmm. You go into a delta, theta brain waves. Mm -hmm. And so everything from the past started just coming up and coming up and coming up. And every time I would do breath work, it was painful, yet at the same time, so healing because I knew what it was that I had to do. I had to reprogram my entire mind, my brain, right? Yeah, I, yeah. And the only way that I was able to unlock that was through breath work. It was, to, and I can tell you to this day, I do it every single day. I do 10 to 15 minutes. And that's just more for, for mental clarity because there's obviously different types of breathing techniques that I can share with you as well. Um, but, you know, when you do full sessions and I, when I work with my clients, I highly recommend those long, long sessions. And I do promote doing it on a daily basis. It's just a great grounding technique for like I said for mental clarity for focus for improving your immune system there's so many benefits to breath work lung heart capacity you name it I can go on and on about it um but really when you're trying to heal it is such a beautiful vessel to begin with because it opens up a plethora of things that you had no idea. Oh, that's why I do that. That's why this pattern continues in my life. That's why I'm getting sick. That's why I turned to drugs and alcohol, right? So it just started answering so many questions for me. Do you currently work with clients through some aspect of transformation in their lives, whether it be in their health, their relationships, their business, their careers? And would you like to be able to help them achieve their goals even more quickly with powerful tools? In fact, the most powerful mind-body tools on the planet? If so, you're going to want to know about this training course that I am running starting in October, at the end of October. It is the eight-day mind-body practitioner training, which will train you at the practitioner level in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which works with the unconscious mind as we rewire their strategies, their patterns, etc., to get them to break through and get the transformation they're looking for. We also work with timeline therapy, which again is working with the unconscious mind as we release limiting beliefs, as well as detox the body of stored negative emotion as well as working with hypnotherapy, a powerful tool for changing behaviors and creating the life that somebody wants with these new behaviors, and an NLP coaching designation, which is on par with the International uh, Federation of Coaching ICF certification. And once designated, your certifications or designations are recognized in 42 countries around the world. If you'd like to learn more about how you can bring these tools into your toolbox in order to have greater impact with your clients and change their lives, because I know that's what you want, please reach out and let's have a conversation. And I love that you're sharing all of this because it's so in alignment with the work that I do. and just the science around our conscious and our unconscious mind is when we tap into the unconscious mind is when we can start to 
bring forth those repressed memories. Because one of the jobs of the unconscious mind is to store all of our memories in a filing cabinet in our brain without any judgment. However, it will also suppress the traumatic traumatic memories until such time that it feels it's safe to bring them forth for the conscious mind to deal with. And if we're just going about our everyday life using the same strategies that we've always used and not ever really feeling safe and not getting to that place, they might never come up. And so they continue to be squashed. The emotions with them stay squashed. And over time, that can actually cause dis-ease of the body. When we use tools like breath work, hypnosis, timeline therapy, NLP, we can access the unconscious mind to start to release what's no longer serving and as you said reprogram so i love that you're sharing all of this today because the other piece that i love about our breath is we always have it with us and it's absolutely (laughs) right i mean if you want to learn how to do conscious breath work absolutely you're going to work with a coach like yourself in order to learn it but as you said it's something you recommend people do every day it's not like they have to work with you every day they come and they learn it and then they practice it on their own and then they might come back to you for longer sessions guided sessions at various points however they can do it on their own in between absolutely and i can tell you that even when i'm driving right Mm -hmm. i do box breathing if i if i'm driving and i start feeling anxious you know it's so powerful the breath and like you said I, my, I feel like my mission in life is to let people know and to educate the public on how powerful your breath is. Like you have the medicine within you, right? And so many people are not aware of that. And if they only knew how much power we have within ourselves, the body heals itself. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And but what we have, we tend to take for granted, right? It's also, you know, if you look at sleep as a really important component of health, no one's taught how to actually optimize their sleep, because, you know, it's just an assumption made by society, when you're a baby, you know how to sleep. So that's all you need to do. And yet there's so much more that we need to be doing in our everyday life in order to be able to get into a deep restorative sleep because of the stressed out world that we live in. And again, our breath work can help with that. And like you, I use breath work in my car from time to time. If I'm running late or I'm stuck in a traffic jam or whatever, I'll go to a five, five, seven breath in order to just calm my whole parasympathetic nervous system and drop into that and realize this is outside of my control. There's no point getting stressed out about it. And, you know, I work with clients and like, you can do this in the office. And if you don't want to do it at your desk, you can just go into a washroom stall and do your breathing, right? You can literally do it anywhere. You can do it in the middle of the night. If you wake up and the mind starts racing, go to your breathing. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm doing counting breathing and I want to do 10 cycles and I'm counting on my fingers for the 10 cycles and in my head, I can't think about whatever was stressing me out, right? That's gone. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I absolutely love the power of the breath. And I love that it's your mission to help share this with the world because I fully agree. More people need to know that they have this tool within them at their fingertips if they just learn how to use it. So you talked about, you mentioned different types of breath work. So I don't know if you'd like to share some of those. So we do different elements. I was trained under elemental rhythm and that's what I love about elemental rhythm is in this, and there's different types. Like I said, there's different types of somatic breath work. What's unique about the breath work that elemental rhythm um, Institute provides and, and trains us is that we incorporate music and we also, they don't incorporate sound healing. I, do sound healing because I use my singing bowls as well, but music. That's just that that we had to use. I just want to add in there because it's kind of funny too, that we had to use singing bowls in order for the sound to work for our podcast recording today. So we were using singing bowls on our computers (laughs) for some healing. Yes. Our sound could work. (laughs) 
So <laughs> that's the power of singing bowls. Exactly. <laughs> but Absolutely. High frequencies, right? Yes, exactly. So keep going. You're using so, sound and singing bowls with your elemental healing. Correct. So the beauty of elemental rhythm is that it uses music. So music alone, it's so healing, right? It just puts people in such an ease state of mind. Just just listening to music, it just calms you down. And it also pumps you up, right? So that's why the first round that we do in Elemental Rhythm is the shaking round, as you experience. So what we do is that we actually shake our bodies for anywhere between five to six minutes. And the reason that we incorporate the shaking, the somatic movement is truly to get in tune with your body and out of your mind, right? So you're, and also any stagnant energy that you might have, because in the wild animals, when they encounter a traumatic event, so, you know, a deer is getting eaten by a lion and it survives, right? It literally goes into a seizure-like state in order to shake off the trauma. And then they're, they go about their business living in the wild again. Well, as humans, we don't do that, but shaking up that energy, the more you shake before breath work, the deeper your journey goes. And I have had many clients tell me that it's like, wow, when I shake a lot, I just see this enormous difference because you are, you're moving that a lot of people who, for example, suffer with depression, that they're in bed all day long, or, you know, they're just very sedentary right they don't they have anhedonia and they don't want to do so just shaking up that energy and then going into the breathing really it just opens up that subconscious unconscious mind even more because of the energy field that we're opening up right so we're allowing all your chakras to open up the energy to flow and therefore that's when the subconscious mind is really open and accessible to releasing what it needs to release. Um, so the typing, so we have the breakthrough flow uh, sequence, excuse me. And that is beautiful because we actually go through all the elements. So we start with the earth element and then we go into water element, then the air, and then we do the fire breathing, which fire breath is used in yoga right, is the pranayama kapalabhati breath. Um, so that's one sequence that we do. It's very powerful. That's why we call it a breakthrough because it's very intense. It does um, a lot of retention, holding of your breath for long periods of time. I do love to extend the retentions. I feel that, and it's a, you know, I read people's energy because I'm certified in Reiki as well. I'm a Reiki master. So when I work with clients, I can tell how their energy field is. And just in their retention, I can tell if they're still holding on to something or if they're finally releasing. So in the breakthrough sequence, people have major releases. I mean, when I tell you like myself, like sobbing to shaking, trembling, I have experienced so many things but it's so beautiful once once we do the five rounds of breathing and this is what's so unique about rhythm that then you go into a meditation and that's where the real reprogramming happens right because after five rounds you're deep into a hypnotic state and so the work that i do with clients i do a younger version so like we do inner child work um, and I take them through a beautiful journey. And I, again, I work with my clients one-on-one. -on -one. I do obviously do large groups as well. So I make it more of a younger version and people come to me because then they want to explore even more because things start coming up for them. And so that's how clients come and gravitate to me because they, you know, even after the summit where you and I met, I've had several people reach out and telling me I had memory come up that I, I had buried for years and years. And so I don't know what to do with it now. So that's where I really work one-on-one -on -one with my clients to take them 
through that healing journey and guiding them on what to do. The other sequence that we do is the flow sequence, which is the one that I did at the summit. It's more of a down regulation, um, whereas the breakthrough, you're, you're, I'm going to get a little bit sciency here. So we calibrate the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system with the breakthrough because you're doing slow breathing and then you go into a fast breathing. Mm-hmm. Whereas for the flow sequence, it's more down regulation. So right. you're more in a calm state. Um, now, also, I like to change the hold. Sometimes I have my clients hold on empty and then I have them take a deep breath again and then hold again. So it depends where how much experience or how much exposure, I should say, my clients have had with breath work. So that's how I determine how the session will be right. planned out for them. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, so powerful. I mean, I experienced it myself, absolutely loved the whole session and the journey you took us on, but I also witnessed the two women sitting right next to me at the end of that, absolutely sobbing because it had brought up those memories for them, right? Right. And that release is so important, as I said earlier, because the more we repress, the more we are putting ourselves at risk of dis-ease of the body later in life. And the body's giving us symptoms saying, you need to deal with this, <laughs> address it. But we go to the doctor and they just look at the physical body. They're not looking at the emotional and the mental bodies and the spiritual body right. to address these issues. So I love this work that you do and having experienced it, knowing about it, having witnessed it firsthand, uh, I can certainly attest to the power of a session with you. And as I said, love that you offer this. So I know that education is also really key in the transformative process. And I'd love you to just talk a little bit about that too. Sure, absolutely. I actually transitioned into teaching. So (laughs) I'm a a science teacher now. Okay. And yes, I I do teach as well. I teach uh, middle school. And I absolutely love it. But as far as teaching the science behind breath work, Mm -hmm. I think is extremely important because, you know, I was also just listening to Dr. Russ Kennedy and I listened to Dr. Huberman so much. And what is so interesting, and I wanted to share this, um, is that for mental health, and I go back to anxiety a lot because this is what I suffered from for so and so many people nowadays yes. are suffering from from anxiety because of this fast pace that we are in this new age, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is coming at us a million miles a minute, right? And it's not just one thing; it's like a gazillion things, right? So they were saying how anxiety really starts in the body, not in the mind. And there I go again with those primitive years and how that wiring in the amygdala and all it's all in in the part of the brain that doesn't understand. It feels. It doesn't have logic, right? And so if our hard wiring got messed up from traumatic childhoods, from a traumatic accident that we have, whatever it might be, that gets sets in. And so it's not the thought that we're thinking. It's a, a bodily response. And then the logical mind has to say, well, I have to make sense of this, right? And so we go to, well, uh, I'm feeling my heart rate, and so I can't pay my bills right now, or I, you know, I'm my illness is going to get worse. And it's like the snowball effect. So what I find so amazing is that just going back to the breath and going back to the body, it immediately, like when I tell you immediately, you do five rounds of box breathing or the other one where you take two inhales and you exhale long and slow Mm -hmm. within five rounds, you will automatically feel a difference. It is amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like, your heart rate, you can feel your heart rate. You, It's just, I'm telling you, I just got blown away because anytime until this day, my anxiety, I still, you know, I'm a single mom and I 
I'm constantly going, going, going. Of course, I do. I'm very mindful of taking care of myself now because I know how important that is. And yes. that's the thing. Like the other day in the car, I was doing the um, inhaling too and exhaling. And my daughter says to me, are you okay, mommy? Oh, yeah, you're doing your breath work. Okay, continue. So, you know, it's just <laughs> like, and I love that I'm implementing that not only with my kids here at home, but also with my students. And yes. I have noticed that like before a test, right? Mm -hmm. I do mm -hmm. five minutes of breath work with my students mm -hmm. and they ask for it because at first they were resistant. And then once I got them in the groove of doing breath work, they're like, Ms. Burkowski, can we please do it? I'm like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> I love that you're teaching it to, you know, not only your own children, but the kids in the middle school where you teach because it is so powerful and it might be the only time they have in their day where they actually calm their body because the rest of their day is go, 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 or, you know, on devices, which is still go, 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 because it's constantly pinging and doing this. And I got to Snapchat that person and Instagram that, you know, it's never ending. Right. And I truly believe that all of our schools need more mindfulness in them. And oh, yeah. I have another friend who, interestingly, she's in the lower mainland of Vancouver, and she's also a science teacher. And she started bringing in mindfulness in the form of breath work and meditation as well into the classroom. And again, same as what you said, at first the kids were resistant, and then they started asking for it because mm. they notice how much better they feel as a result of this tool that they have within them. And the right. impact you're having on them as they go into adulthood is immeasurable. And so thank you for doing that. And I love how beautifully you've combined your teaching career with your holistic, you know, healing and brought it into the classroom for these kids. Yes, yes. And I love that you say that it should be really worldwide, in my opinion, that yes. it should be implemented in schools. Because From kindergarten. I Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. You're stressed out too. <laughs> For sure. Because, you know, I've realized that you don't know what they go home to. And, no. you know, like you, again, I'm going, going to stress what you said is that maybe that is the only five minutes that they get to feel grounded, to feel safe. And I have even done meditations because I actually started the mindfulness club at the school where I am. Oh, that's awesome. And so I also am doing breath work and meditation with them. Yes. So, you know, I started thinking to myself, I need to, I felt like one of my purposes is to do this for children. Just like I started my nursing career in pediatrics. Yes. Now I'm doing I'm taking this, you know, it's like, it's a full circle, right? It, it's so I, I don't believe in coincidences. It's all synchronicities. And I yes. feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason. And here I am now teaching my own students breath work and meditation. And I just absolutely, I, I feel honored to be able to do this for them truly. Well, I love it. And I think the ripple effect you have here with what you're doing now is far greater than what you were doing in pediatrics in the hospital. You know, in that case, yes, you were helping children, but were you giving them lifelong health? Were they getting an education out of it? Whereas now you are giving them the ability to choose lifelong health and they're getting that understanding uh, in terms of you explaining why it's beneficial, but them experiencing it firsthand. And that is huge because that helps every single one of those people potentially avoid any kind of chronic illness down the road. And chronic illness is the true epidemic these days with, you know, six oh, yeah. in 10 Americans diagnosed with at least one, four in 10 with more than one. And many of those are already children, right? So mm -hmm. as they learn this, that helps them avoid that entirely because this is such a powerful tool when it comes to our health, our mind, body, spirit, physical health. It's beautiful. It really is. It really is. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you for the work that you do and for coming on the show and and sharing this. And I love to ask my guests, what does Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call mean to you? So to me, it really, again, drives to the point that you have the healing power in your hands inside of you it comes from within and you don't have to wait for something to happen and you don't have to wait you know yes life is going to throw so many things at us right it's ebbs and flows of life know that you hold the power to heal yourself you do because i was so lost and being in the healthcare field, that's what astonishes me. I'm like, here I am in the healthcare field and I was sick. So don't wait, don't wait to heal. There is no reason to wait because the power is in your hands. It truly is through breath work, through so many amazing holistic modalities that we have now and that we're becoming more educated about these modalities, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was like before, it's like, hokey stuff. And it's not, it's like, now I love that science is able to research it and show us studies of the benefits of how the mind, body, and soul have to be connected. You have to treat them together as one, because if you only are treating the body, you're never going to heal. You're not. Exactly. We are all interconnected and we can't separate that. So I fully agree with you. And if people want to work with you, how can they get hold of you? So they can visit my website, which is www.mindfulsoulmovement.com. And I offer my services there. You can get all my information. I also offer Elemental Rhythm. Um, Their website is on there and you can just click on their link and Download for free. You can actually get seven days of their tracks. So breathwork tracks that you can do at any time of the day. And it's, you can, the the app is actually free to download, but the seven days you actually get full access to all of the tracks. So that way, if you do are interested in buying it after the seven days, you can subscribe to it. But I am offering that it's on the website again. And you can even if you purchase it, I do have a discount code that you can use right on my website. You just click on it, put in my discount code and you get in-app purchases at a discounted uh, price. And also, if you are interested in embarking on this journey as a breathwork facilitator, it's opened so many doors for me in so many ways that I encourage people to not only try breath work, but if you, like I said, if you're inspired to come on and embark on this journey, it, listen, I am just, I'm new to this. Three years to me is very new. So I am just at the beginning and I cannot wait to see what other doors open up for me. And just this journey has just been such a, ah, such a transformative process and it has been just amazing it's i mean i'm telling you, it's and it's hard work it is i'm not going to say it's easy but you know what it is so worth it because i finally feel aligned and i that's my goal for everyone for my clients and for everyone in the world is to find yourself to heal yourself through the power of breath work and like i said so many other healing modalities out there That's beautiful. And I love what you said there that it's hard work. And, you know, too often we think there should be a magic pill so we can just take the magic pill and then get on with our life. And that isn't how the body heals. It does take work. However, as Mm -hmm. every single person I've ever interviewed or worked with as a client has said, it is so worth it because when you get through to the other side and you look back at how far you've come and how happy you are in that alignment versus where you were at before if you would do it all over again right so absolutely the hard work is is just part of the journey and it's absolutely worth it so i love that and also the fact that 
you don't have to think, oh, I don't want to do this for others. Therefore, I won't become a facilitator. You can become a facilitator just to do this for yourself because the deeper the learning you have as a facilitator means the more you can be empowered in using this for yourself and your own healing journey. So that's awesome that that's within the app as well. And I'll put all of that information in the show notes so people can easily access the Elemental Rhythm app and the seven day trial with your promo code. So thank you very much for your generosity and offering that. And do you have any last message that you would like to share with the audience? I wanted to say that I am just so honored to have been given this journey. I, again, I feel that everything happens for a reason. Our path crossed each other, you and I, which I'm so thankful for as well. And I just want to tell the audience that, again, you have the power within you to heal. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I really urge people to become educated in these holistic modalities, to become, education is power. I'm telling you, the more that you learn, and there's so many new studies now about breath work, about the subconscious mind and how that connects, like you were saying, to chronic illness. And those energy stays stuck within our cells, like cellularly, it stays in there. And it isn't until you get to the root of what is causing that. And that is in the subconscious that you don't start healing. So don't wait for your wake up call. I love that. I love that your podcast is that because it, it doesn't, you don't have to wait. The answers are there. Do the research. And I'm telling you, the healing is so amazing and it's so worth it. Well, thank you so much, Alexandra, for coming on the show, sharing your wisdom, your experience, your journey, and sharing all of this with the audience because you know, even if only one person hears this message, it's going to change their life. And of course, there's going to be many more than just one person hearing it. This is such powerful information. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And to my audience, thank thank you you as well for always being here, tuning in and educating yourself, like Alexandra said, and also for sharing this for those in your life that you, you know need to hear it. And I'll see you back here, same place, next week. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.